What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, the NFL is back. We preview the 2020-2021 NFL season. Hint, hint. Ravens are going to win it all. Shout out to my bookie, new sponsor on the podcast. They are giving the Chiefs plus 54 tonight. Chiefs versus Texans. That means the Chiefs have to lose by 53 or less. It's the lock of a lifetime. They're giving away 50 bucks. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SNAPBACK. I'm literally giving you guys free money. It's crazy. Anyways, we break down each division by division, all eight divisions. We talk MVP. Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and then our playoff teams and Super Bowl champs. It's everything you could want and more. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Let's get Ravens it. select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Oh, oh, oh. That is going to be brutal for anyone wearing headphones. Football! <laughs> Football is Is that back. too much? Was that, was that too much? It's fine. Maybe I'll turn you down. Maybe I won't. Get the people hyped. It is... Can you do that? Yeah, I can turn, turn me- you down. I t- sometimes I just shut your audio. You don't really. It's like it's up. like when uh, it's like when when rappers are like in the studio. Hey, yo, turn me up. <laughs> yeah, I just turn you down. I just turn you down. So football is back tonight. Chiefs Texans. We're not going to get into that game. We are going to preview the entire NFL season. But before we do that, I just want to say how excited we are. A few months ago, we were called a speck of dust, told that we weren't worth anything, that we were nothing in this podcast ecosystem. But thank you very much to our new sponsor, MyBookie. MyBookie, the official sports book of the Snapback Sports Pod, of the Snapback family. They believed in us. They said, you're not a speck of dust. You're actually a really big bundle of dust. You're a hairball that we need, hey, to, hey, 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 hey. That no we, dust. No that dust. we need to get all attached to. So MyBookie is now a sponsor of the Snapback Sports Pod. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts to MyBookie for sponsoring. With that being said, go to mybookie.ag. This is the place where you can take my bet of the day, which Abe's been watching. We've been on a tear. And then, more importantly, they are sponsoring the People's Parlay for the season. The People's Parlay, as you all know, there's a great story. Abe comes to visit me at college. We bet $33. We win $1,000. So in that tradition, we bet 33 bucks. Abe and I take a pick or two picks each, parlay them together. If it wins, we give back to the listeners. If it loses... Abe and I pay for it. Last thing on my bookie, then we'll get started. My bookie, Abe, I don't even know if I told you this yet. My bookie is giving us Chiefs plus 54 on the point spread for thirty for Thursday night. 54. Uh, so for the people out there listening I don't know. that are thinking, wait, the Chiefs are favored by 10 points. You're giving us plus 54. That means they could lose 50 to nothing. And you can still win 50 bucks for MyBookie. So go to MyBookie.ag. If you use the code SNAPBACK, you get a 100% deposit bonus. And you can, like, they're giving out free money. They just gave everyone listening to this podcast a free $50. So go take Chiefs Plus 54. With that being said, the first people's parlay of the entire season is here. 
and even was placed, I was placed months ago. Exactly. When the <laughs> NFL season came, schedule came out, Abe and I looked at some lines. The first lines come out, and Abe and I say, you know what? We went 0 for 16 last year. No, that, that's not how it went. That's, that's, not, that's not how it went. That's not how it went. The NFL schedule came out during um, Corona when no sports were going on. And you and I were literally itching like crack addicts for something, mm-hmm. for something to bet on American sports that wasn't esports, that wasn't ping pong. And we're like, you know what? Let's start the people's parlay a little early, ride it out now. We'll probably look back on on September, let's say the ninth, and see how dumb it was. And honestly, I kind of still like it. I hate it, but we did come up with this bet months ago, which means nothing that's happened over the past few weeks has changed our minds. Which is important because when you're better, you look at the lines, you play the lines, you don't have to get all hyped up in the hoopla of week one NFL. So with that being said, my picks were Denver Broncos plus 2.5 points. And I took the Chiefs minus nine and a half points. Wait a second. Wait, hold the phone. Hold the phone. We got the Broncos at two and a half. We place it now with my bookie and we took the Broncos plus two and a half. Months ago, so we got burnt. We got burnt months ago on four points. Yes, but now thanks to my bookie, we got a better line. So those are my two picks: Broncos plus two and a half. I love. I was on the Drew Lock hype train. I don't know if I am as much now. And the Titans have Clowney. And then I took the Chiefs. I thought Houston was done for. Hopkins gone. And you know what? I'm kind of back in on Houston. So I hate my two picks. Abe's two picks: Saints minus three point five. Colts minus eight. Abe, talk about those picks. Absolutely love that pick. I look at the Colts-Jaguars game, and I think of the Broncos, I mean, the the Dolphins at the beginning of last year. I think by by week four, week five, we'll be looking at Jaguars lines and thinking, how the hell were we able to get seven and a half, give only seven and a half points the other week? So I love the Colts minus seven and a half in Jacksonville. And I don't remember why I liked the Saints, but I think, but, um, I mean, I'm stuck with them now. Yeah, so, no doubt. You know? All right. So that I think is... it was because I think it was because I figured that everyone would want to bet on Tampa getting points in week one. So I was like, you know what? Everyone's usually wrong. And I nah. guess I'm usually everyone. So there we go. I don't know. All right, fam. So the people's parlay is Broncos plus two and a half Saints minus three and a half Colts minus eight Chiefs minus nine and a half bet 33 win four or six at mybookie.ag. All right, fam, let's get started on our season preview now. We are going to go division by division. We're going to close with Super Bowl picks, playoff picks, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. You know the deal. Long podcast for you guys today because you want it. We start in my division, the AFC North. The baby goat is back, returning MVP. (sighs) This is going to be a tough division this year. I think this really could be the best division and I think the sneakiest of all the sneaky is actually Cincy. Their offense is loaded with weapons. Offensive line, question mark. Defense, question mark. But call me crazy. How much crazy. different How much different is Cincinnati's offense than Arizona's offense? And think about all the hype going on in the desert. It's a lot different. It's, it's definitely a lot different. You have a coach who's run that system for years – you have a second-year quarterback. You always see that second-year jump. You have debatably the best receiver in football. You've got a running back with experience. I mean, 
I mean, the Bengals, the Bengals, you've got Joe. I also hate how you say Bengals. The Bengals. Bengals. The Bengals have the Joe bang- Mixon. The Bengals. That's a running back. With the, he's actually been the most consistent, one of the top five most consistent backs over the past three seasons. They just gave him the big deal. Uh, A.J. Green back healthy for now. Boyd is excellent. Auden Tate, excellent. And Burrow, I think people – he's – I understand the first to second year jump, which also, if you look at last year's first to second year, Lamar went up. The rest of them kind of went in the wrong direction. Burrow's old. He he really is. And he's coming off the national championship. He's the number one pick. Like, players can be really good in their rookie year. I think Burrow could make them interesting. But rest of the division, I think the Ravens will be very good. Once again, and I kept saying it last year, the best part about the Ravens is actually their defense. Absolutely loaded. Stole Calais Campbell from the Jaguars. Two rookie linebackers. That's the, the Jag. That's, there's another one. There's another one. The Jaguars. <laughs> Is that your it's only contribution right now? It's, it's just a rip on my pronunciations. I mean, I mean, this division is. You know what? This is going to be fun for me this year because the Ravens won 14 games last year. Newsflash: They're not going to do that again. No doubt. They could win 11. They could win 12. But there's no. There's not going to be any skate through the regular season. Just rubbing it in my face type thing like you're gonna have to sweat a little this year no doubt and that's pretty rewarding considering i have to sweat every year every year uh, i love the, i i mean i'm big on burrow i'm i'm huge on burrow and i think the only reason why is because these quotes keep coming out of camp like how he's just taking like he is just telling me why i should believe in him yeah. like these reasons and it has nothing to do with him playing football i don't like, know about that I hear good. No, no, no. I mean, I, Damn, I, I hear. I, I read. I read. I read good tweets. I read good tweets, and then, <laughs> and then it's the fun too. It's the Browns, which I mean, you guys know me. I've got a tattoo that says "sucker" right here. <laughs> Browns and Fal- Browns and Falcons every year. So I mean, I'm in on the Browns. The Steelers. I. They. I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying the Big Ben is back. Yeah, you know a I mean? lot of people, and it's it's caused my own because I thought Pittsburgh was going to be awesome. I think they're going to challenge for the division. And the only question mark is, will Big Ben return to form? He He's always been a slow, fat slob, so I don't know, like, what this injury would really affect. Like, he tosses the ball. I mean, it's, ball, just, like, it's just like how much – how much is his age taking a hit on him at this point? I, I don't know. I mean, does he treat his body like Tom Brady does at his age? Probably not quite the same. But uh, I would be remiss not to mention that I think the Cleveland Browns will be awesome and OBJ likes poop. So on to OBJ. Our- no, 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 no. OBJ does like poop. And I know we don't do stipulations, but I'm going to throw one in here right now. If Big Ben does get hurt. Mm-hmm. Or something happens, watch out for the Steelers because they just brought a guy back in Josh Dobbs, snapback fam, who who is hungry, who was hungry after getting cut by Jacksonville, and I mean him him back in black and gold, knowing that offense, knowing it the way that um, space works, let alone a defense. Come scary, on, scary. All right, we're gonna do over unders for the AFC North. Rapid fire. Baltimore eleven and a half wins over under. 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 Okay, I'm going under as well. Uh, wait, if, if we go 16-0, <laughs> is that over or under? All right, Cincinnati, 5.5, over or under? Over. Over. Cleveland, 8.5, over or under? Over. Over. Pittsburgh, 9.5? Under. Okay, I'm going over. I think I think Ravens still win the division, but it's going to be like 11-10-9. 
and Bengals who get to that six. So my my thing, my over unders with that, I picked three, three out of the four teams. I have them over or under by a half a game. Right, that exactly. half is what I, I had. I had the Ravens at eleven. Mm-hmm. I have the Bengals at six. Mm-hmm. The the only team I don't have is the Browns. I have them at maybe at ten, and then I have the Steelers at nine. Yeah, no, I agree, and I I had the Browns at nine. So I think it's going to be the best part about the best part about these over unders is the fact that. We could be picking this not knowing if the math adds up with like how they play each other. You know what I mean? Like these teams are probably going to beat up on each other. They, they will, but that's my point. I think the teams are so good that once we go out of division and out of conference, because you have to remember this AFC North, we play the NFC East, and that's you know that's slim pickings Can I get a, for uh, a lot of boys. I'm gonna I'm gonna request a cookie um, for swallowing my pride and picking the Ravens to win the division right there. So okay. I just requested it. All right, there's your cookie. I have the Ravens winning the division as well. All right, on to the NFC North, which is just a cluster buck of teams. You've got Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit, Chicago. Packers go to the NFC Championship last season. If you listen to the podcast, you know I think Aaron Rodgers has been declining for the past five seasons. I'm all in on the Kirk Cousins hype train. And last month, I probably would have been on the hype train for the Bears, but I can't back Mitch Trubisky, Stafford back. What do you got in the NFC North? It's just a brand thing, you know what I mean? It's no disrespect to Chicago. It's no disrespect to it's actually a ton of disrespect to Trubisky. All you know it was great the other day I'm hearing I'm hearing great things come out of camp about Mitch's accuracy, his command of the offense. It's just like chef's kiss, you know what I mean? Just mwah. It's what you love to hear. If they can make the right decision and by week four put in the guy who's got a little like not a little, a big thing below his belt. Um, and Nick Foles, then I think you might be able to turn that season around. But the way I also view Nick Foles is he is the 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 Web, Merriam-Webster def, dictionary definition of a system quarterback, and the only system it's ever worked out in was the Eagles. Yeah. It was when he was doing the quick um, um, RPO with Chip Kelly and threw 27 touchdowns. And two interceptions. It's when he, we're doing the same thing in the Super Bowl run. So I'm not even sure Matt Nagy can turn Nick Foles into an above-average quarterback. So I'm kind of out on the Bears this year. The 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 Lions, for some reason, I you love the Lions. I kind of love the Lions. I'm looking at their over under at seven, and that seems really fitting. I think they can get seven, but I think just like last year, this is coming down to the the Packers and the Vikings. It's a coin flip. The Vikings improved on defense. They have the Applebee's waiter and Kirk Cousins. They lose Stephon Diggs. Uh, you got to imagine Thielen will get double teamed. They draft a guy like Justin Jefferson. But I think this is Aaron Rodgers with a chip on his shoulder this year. It's his division. Oh, my God. Rodgers with a chip. Yeah, only chip on his shoulder is that Jordan Love chip that's literally sitting on his shoulder telling him, hey, I'm coming for your spot. You washed up. Bump. Yeah, that that was the chip I exactly I was referring Got to. Got it. I think so it I'm all in on the Vikings, as usual. Chicago, even with Mitch Trubisky's terrible play last year, still won eight games. Like, that defense is really special. Detroit, I love my Lions fans out there, and they badge me every week because I always pick against them. And I know Stafford was hurt, and they were good when he was playing, and they got jobbed in Green Bay. But it's still the Detroit Lions. They keep bringing in running backs. And when you do that, when you load a team with DeAndre Swift, Carrion Johnson, Adrian Peterson, I just know your front office is not in the right spot. Lose slight to the Eagles. I'm out on Detroit. Green Bay probably misses the playoffs, honestly. And Minnesota 
runs with. Sounds like sounds like even with an extra playoff team. Yeah, we'll get into playoff teams later. Even with an extra playoff team, and in in a lot of people's minds, the most competitive division in football, you've got only one team coming out of there. Nonetheless, a team led by Kirk so, Cousins and and competitive in an average way. I think the best divisions are the AFC North and then the NFC West, and we'll talk about them at the end of the preview. But I just don't. I think this this division is one that beats up on each other and then goes out of division and gets beat up on. So. I have Minnesota win the division. Chicago, eight wins over under. What do you got? Under. Under. Detroit, seven wins. What do you got? Push. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm going under. I think they'll get six. Green Bay, nine wins over under. Over. I'm going under. Minnesota, nine wins over under. Over. Really? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Green Bay and Minnesota winning ten games would be a lot from that division. I'm going over. I think they'll Didn't get up that, to eleven. That happened. That happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not impossible. That happened. It happened last year. Yeah, I, and to do it two straight years when Aaron Rodgers stinks, that's just a lot. All right, so the AFC East we go. The disrespect. This division, I think, is going to be by far the worst in football, and that's even with you guys as a division. And wait, is this we're in the AFC East or the we're NFC? In the East? A- AFC East. You've got oh, Buffalo. Okay. You've got Miami. You've got New England and the Jets. Cam Newton in, Darnold back, Fitzpatrick starting Tua whenever he comes in, potentially Josh Allen back. More consistency than you would think, but I just don't think these teams are good. What do you see in the AFC East? The exact opposite. I'm in on the AFC East this year. Oh, my God. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in on the Bills. What does that mean? I'm in on the Bills. I'm in on that defense. Maybe Josh Allen becomes a little bit better of a thrower. Yeah, okay. Maybe I fly. Uh Maybe I'm just keeping my hopes up because I drafted him in our fantasy league. Um, The Dolphins, they're building something. Stop. They're building something. Eagleson's not even here today. You don't have to suck. Exactly. That's why I'm I'm being nice because I could never say it to his face. Um, They're building something. I don't know what they're building, but it's something. I think you could – they could – they could give some teams some trouble this year. Don't get me wrong. They're not going to the playoffs. And the New England Patriots, which, I mean, I couldn't be more in on Cam Newton. Stipulation number two of the episode. <laughs> and for everyone listening who might be new because this is our NFL season preview and we've been talking to NBA, Abe is very clear that I get no stipulations. If I make a prediction, I have to stick with it. I know. It's, you know what? I, ju- I just want to, to I just. No, I just want the consistency. You do That's need all. the consistency. I just want the consistency. But the New England Patriots, I mean, you get you get rid wait, of what you is get, the you, stipulation here? Just wait. Okay. You upgrade at quarterback. Stop. Why do you do that? You lose all what's the word I'm looking for? Credibility. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one. When you say stuff like that. I don't think that's true. Um because you're replacing a forty five year old quarter forty whatever year old quarterback. <laughs> With a former MVP, with let me wait for wait for it, wait for it, a chip on his shoulder. Oh, I'm, your chip, I'm, I'm your in on chip the chips guy. this year. I mean, look, you're reading the tweets that are coming out of camp. Everyone's saying Cam Newton hasn't left the facility. Stipulation: If I'm starting Cam to be concerned New- that his real estate agent didn't get him a place in New England, he's just sleeping there. Correct, because he has a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> if Cam Newton can stay healthy throughout the entire year. That uh, that is an ineligible chip. I mean, stipulation. You can't use if Cam Newton stays healthy. That's unfair. That's not a fair... You know what the beauty of of being called Specks of Dust and running our own podcast are? I can say whatever the fuck (laughs) I want. 
The New England Patriots, if Cam Newton can stay healthy for 16 games, not only is he competing for an MVP, oh my god, wow. but they're competing for a Super Bowl and going to the AFC Championship game. Woo! Okay, hot take number one on the pod. I like it. I respect it. Hot take. It. I just predicted the Patriots to go to the AFC Championship this is game. Not your, like the, this is, as they say, this is not your mom's Patriots team. This is not... A hot take. This, this is, is just a hot the take. norm right, for the let me, past let me give you devil's It's like predicting. It's like predicting the Spurs to go to the playoffs just because they don't. They're like the eight seed or something. And they went to the bubble. They missed the playoffs because it wasn't your mom's Spurs either. So, devil's advocate on New England. Last time I saw Cam Newton throw a football, he was actually spiking balls into the ground. His shoulder was so messed up. The Patriots lost like eight players who are sitting out for COVID, most in the league, and some important players. A lot of defensive players. When that defense got put on the big stage against actually good teams, lost at home to the Chiefs, Ravens smoked them, Houston smoked them, that defense beat up on a really weak division in the start of the year when they were 6-0. and With that being said, they are still in that weak division. Like, that's not changing, which is why I do think they can win the division potentially. I'm just not a huge believer in Cam. He's super fun. And it's like this – you know what this is exactly like? Zion at Duke. Cam Newton on the Patriots. Everyone hates Brady, Belichick, and the Patriots. Everyone hated Coach K and Duke. But Zion made them fun. Cam Newton will root for Cam Newton in New England. But I just don't think with the losses that they're going to be able to do it. And and you're Belichick. I'm Brady. I believe Brady drove. I thought it was a combo. You're a real believer that Brady's like assistant quarterback. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that much of an. I'm a lot of things. I'm no, not no, that no. Much of the best system quarterback ever. But nonetheless, you think mm. his success was predicated a lot on Bill Belichick. I mean, it goes hand in hand. But I'm giving the upper hand to Belichick. But I just wanted to make sure. If not, just let me know. I'll send them to you. Yeah. You saw the videos of Cam working out to gospel music in like black With, and white. Yeah, in black and white. Yeah, Look, yeah I got looking it. like looking like goddamn batman yeah except he's a quarterback he is not a middle linebacker and that's the thing you can't but you saw those you saw those i am most intrigued to see because there's so many factors and dynamics you have cam newton who's been injured a lot who looks like he's back to his peak physical shape and belichick's never had a rushing quarterback he's actually always had the opposite you saw harbaugh embrace it with lamar will belichick embrace it with cam and then can Cam still do those things that he used to do? We'll see. Rest of the division, Miami, they're building something. I'm excited to see two on the field. He was the number one pick for all of last season until Burrow burst onto the scene. And he still was very close to becoming number one. Jets, sorry, no thanks. Abe predicted them to the playoffs last season. I assume you're not going to do that again this year. And then Buffalo, here's the thing. I, there's going to be a few teams I'm going to hate on all season long. Buffalo is going to be one of them. The contingency, no stipulation, is that I still think Buffalo is going to win the division. I think the winner of this division, if you get to nine, you easily lock it up. I think you could win at eight and eight. I, that's how bad. So, this so, is. so, 2000, 2019 uh, NFC East, two thousand twenty AFC East. Yes, handshake, clasp. Yes, exactly. All right, Buffalo nine wins over under. What do you got? Push. Miami six and a half under okay new england mm. <laughs> new england what do you got nine wins over over to the over the moon <laughs> jet six wins over under 
Over. Oh, yucky. All right, Buffalo. Over. Buffalo at nine. That Darnold, that Darnold third-year job, man. I think Buffalo's going to hit nine as well with Abe. I think Miami goes under, New England goes under, and I think the Jets – Five and eleven or six and ten. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna call it under. All right. So the end is. So you have five and eleven, six and ten in that kind of division. That means you have the Jets in the in the hunt graphic until yeah. like week fifteen. Correct. They will be All in right. the hunt till late, All unless right. they pick up two wins like in sixteen and seventeen, and they were three and ten prior. Um, All right. Here we go. NFC least time. This is Abe's division, of hey, course. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Dallas. Come on. Dallas adds C.D. Lamb, loses Byron Jones. Uh, they also added Everson Griffin, and then they added uh, what's his, Gerald McCoy, but he he's out for the season. He got injured. Giants, and they lost uh, Travis Fendrick or whatever yeah, his name is from the yeah. offensive line. Yep, he retired. Giants get Danny Dimes year two, Saquon year three. Philadelphia, uh, you guys have a roster this season or no? Are you trying out for the 53-man? Uh, no. Okay. I don't appreciate that comment either. Washington football team. I got it right this time. Washington football team, Dwayne Haskins here too. Ron Rivera. Um, Washington, new era in Washington. NFC East, I will obviously, the floor is yours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to be straight up. I don't know. I, I truly, I'm going to start with the Eagles. I do not know what to expect this year. Listen, every year it seems like the Eagles are that team where they can't catch a break with injuries. And it's kind of come a little early this year that we lost the best guard in the league again in Brandon Brooks, who he he came back like crazy and was even better after his first torn Achilles. He tore his other Achilles, and there are reports coming out that he could be ready by the end of the year. I'm not banking on that by any means, but, I mean, Peter stays – yeah, no, Ben. No, I mean, but Brandon Brooks is different. He's the best guard <laughs> in football. Um, we added weapons with Rager, who's also hurt. Alshon will be coming back soon. Why Ertz, are they trying to trade God- him? All I see is Alshon's trying to be traded. Well, because one, he's not that good. Yeah, guy can you can get more separation off a corner than he can. Yeah. Two, he's got Josina Anderson on speed dial. Mm. That's never a good thing. Yeah. It was that whole thing with the Wentz Foles thing in the locker room last year. Alshon's just an asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> thanks thanks for the catch in the first quarter of the Super Bowl, that touchdown. Thanks for everything you did. Hate to see you go. Love to watch you leave. I'm off of Alshon. We drafted Rager, who could be back week two or week three. It's all about Carson. It's all about Carson. That's he a turned garbage thing, I think so. I do I do think so. He turned garbage into gold last year. He threw for over 5,000 yards and didn't have a single rec- receiver over 500 yards. So that's when you put that into perspective, it's crazy. If, if our offense can stay healthy, if the offensive line can stay intact, pretty much if the football players play good, the football team will be good. You see what I'm saying here? I feel you. The one interesting it, listen, part. The issue, the, issue, the issue is – it's Dallas. Dallas is obviously better than us on paper. Their defense is kind of ass. I thought they I were going to get. I don't know about that. Like, why does really everyone think great. their defense is so? Their defensive line and Jalen Smith is a beat. Like, they have some. Players. Their defense. Their defense They're was secondary. Not, their defense was not good last year, and it got worse. Plain and simple. I think. Can't, because did the defense did the defense fall below expectations and what it should be last year? A hundred percent, probably, but they got worse. So if the defense can play what they should have been like last year and you subtract the losses, 
It's, I mean, let's not, let's be honest. It's the Eagles and it's Dallas. I don't think either team is running away from this. What scares me is I don't think an NFC East team has repeated as champions in the division since like 2004 and five. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles won last year. So. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a fair bet to say they won't. But, you know, Dallas projected to win 10 games, Philly 9 and a half. Spin zone. Spin yeah. zone. We're due. <laughs> you're, oh, it, you're due to win back-to-back. I feel that. Right. Uh, rest of the division, you got the Giants in Washington. Danny Dimes good. You have a lot of Giants friends. What's the word on him? I think he could shock some people this year. I think he could shock some people, make them eat their words. The problem is the rest of the Giants outside of Daniel Jones, Saquon. Um, they just added Logan Ryan on their already absolutely decimated anorexic secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of their team is pretty trash. Does oh, do you, I have a coach that can that likes his players and jumps on a ball in the rain and Joe Judge. Sick. It's the Giants. I don't think you see much from them. And the re- Washington football team, it's mm-hmm. going to take me a, it's yeah, going to take me a few weeks. Um, just wait until my brain has to adjust next year to not predicting teams go 10 and six, 11 and five, Ooh, and yeah. 17 yeah. games. That's going to be brutal. Uh, I don't think Haskins is the guy. What do you think? Uh, so this is what happened. I watched Dwayne Haskins throw the football his first two starts. I thought he was the most laughable, vomitatious, despicable quarterback. Is that a word? In, no, I made that up. In NFL history. I actually kept betting the Redskins unders, like their team totals, and their team total unders were like four points. Like that's how bad he was in his first two starts. Over the second half of his starts, he he improved. He's got Ron Rivera. This is how I break down the NFC East. I just don't believe the Giants or the Washington football team have good rosters, and I don't believe their quarterbacks can are that good that they can elevate them. So I do believe – it is a two-team race. I think Dak is going to have a special year. You know what? Holy shit. I'm You're about, about to pick him as MVP. I'm about to pick him as MVP. I think Dak Prescott and that offense, you got Kelmore year two. McCarthy, I mean, McCarthy Rogers, that that worked. McCarthy, have, <laughs> that worked nine years ago. Right, exactly. Which they're still holding on to Adam Gason, Peyton Manning's QB coach from 2001. I think that exactly what you said about Dallas, which is that their defense underperformed is actually exciting because that means positive regression coming. Byron Jones, whatever, haha Clendix comes in. I think Dallas wins the division, not easily, but I think they finally take care of business, meaning they don't like last season they, they should have ran away with the division. Like they had the lead. You guys were terrible. Nobody nobody wanted to win the division. Exactly. No one wanted to. I think they will this year and I think you guys have a good roster, and Wentz will be good again. The difference is, and this is football, it's, it's a one or two game swing can take you from eight and eight to 10 and six. I think the tougher schedule is going to be that swing for you guys, and I, I don't think you're going to be there. But Wentz proves this wrong every year. He really does. And there's credit where credit I just, is I, I, You know, you hate the disrespect for Lamar. Um, obviously, it was kind of, I mean, different types of disrespect, but – Carson was in line to be the MVP before he got hurt. Lamar was the MVP. I don't understand the Carson Wentz disrespect. If you watch the guy play, he's unbelievable. He's really he's good. so good. It doesn't make sense to me. The disrespect is similar to Lamar. I don't think it's – it's more of like meme culture now. 
anyone who watches knows how good those two players are in their own ways. It, it just has to come down to silly things like Lamar hasn't won a playoff game and Wentz can't stay healthy. Whether or not those two things will continue, it's up in the air. And we have to own those as well. Like as much as we hate the disrespect, you have to obviously acknowledge like fun, fun fact of the day. And by fun fact, I mean, it's so blatantly fucking obvious. <laughs> Carson Wentz played every regular season game last year. Right. Every then, single one. And then he got hurt on a, on a, I mean, you can. That doesn't make you injury prone exactly. on an illegal exactly. hit concussion. Exactly. In my mind, and you know what? Eight, you know what? Same exact no, 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 no. no. You know what? Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz didn't get hurt last year at all. It's same exact thing with Lamar. The Ravens dropped eight passes, and his passes didn't look great, but he still totaled 500 yards. But no one cares about that. They just care about I the service-level stuff. I do. They just care about the service-level stuff. And at the end of the day, I need to see Carson Wentz finish a playoff game. At the end of the day, I need to see Lamar win a playoff game. And that's what will put those two permanently in that next tier and give them the respect they deserve. Carson Wentz on the, on the Cowboys, you're picking them to win the division, Right. That's the thing. So there is that level of respect. So you just so you just said you would rather have Carson Wentz than Dak Prescott. That's correct. Okay, thanks. But Dak Prescott is going to be the MVP of the league. That was tough. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and we will. Come Wait, we didn't up. do over unders. Oh, facts, facts, facts. All right, Dallas ten over under. <laughs> under. All right, I'm going over. Giants six. Over under. under. Philly, nine and a half. Over. Okay. Duh. Washington, five. One thing I didn't mention about the Redskins. Fuck. Damn it. The Washington football team. I'm kind of in on them. I look at this defensive line, and it scares the shit out of me. It's yeah. Kerrigan. It's Montez Sweat. It's Chase Young. Chase Young. And uh, I forget who the other one is, but that is a monster. I'm going... I'm going over for the Washington football team. I don't hate that. All right, Dallas, I'm over. And by over, I mean, like, well over. Okay. Like eight. Two, two wins. Eight wins like for Washington? Eight. You're crazy. You're out of your mind. Dallas over Giants. Uh, I think they'll – I think they'll – <laughs> I don't know. Philly under, but close. Washington, I'm going to go push as well. I think – You have us nine and seven. Huh? You have us nine and seven. Uh – Seven and nine, but you're dyslexic. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. No, you said you said barely under, so yeah. I said you have us nine and seven. No, 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 by two and a half games, barely, like just barely. So like that's like, like twenty five. That's twenty five percent under. No, 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 like more. Like when I say barely under, I'm talking like seven and seven, and then lose the last two weeks and finish seven and nine. But you know, barely under, but like really, you guys suck. Like to the uh, point where if you have their over, you're sweating, holding on hope, but you might, you're probably burned. Exactly. Uh, fam, before we do take that break, reminder that the Eagles do play the Ravens this year. Unfortunate because the stadiums are going to be closed and Abe and I won't be able to do it. But I, I mean, I think I'm going to be down in Florida if you want to come through. Might maybe get a little party started, but that's going to be fun. That's going to be a wild week on the podcast. Um, and Abe's rubbing his eyes because he, he knows, like, we will be the favorites, but it's at the win. So you never know. Without Ravens, the fans. Exactly. Ravens won the last game barely when they played four covered, years ago. We covered. So we'll see. Carson, that was Carson's rookie year. That's correct. Four years ago. All right, fam. We're taking a quick break. We'll be back after this. All 
right, fam, we are back with the NFC South. This is a fun division. Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa. Obviously, TB12 in. Dare Ogumbawale, sadly, out for the time being. Atlanta, which is Abe likes the Lions. He likes the Falcons. He likes the Jets. He likes the, the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, it really is just a – it's like the, the Eagles give you so much pain. I'm a lover. I'm a lover. I try to please everyone, all exactly. of our listeners. Exactly. Um, so what do we think? Carolina, Teddy, Tuga, the, the quarterbacks in the division are super intriguing. Ryan, Bridgewater, Breeze, and Brady. It's fun. One of these teams – one of the teams between New Orleans and Tampa is going to shit their pants, have mm. a really bad year. Really? And I have on my paper uh, here that the Saints will be in the NFC Championship game again. I changed my mind. They're going to be the one to shit themselves. I think Tampa runs away with this division and Atlanta. <laughs> what? We've been talking about the NFL season for months, and it's always been Brady – Tampa, overrated. They're the Browns of last year. New Orleans, best team. Where is this coming from? We even planned out the episode. Right. It's not fun to pick against the Buccaneers because they're the Browns of last year. Right. It's it's boring. You want to root for the fun teams. Um, But no, seriously, on the Tampa Bay front, we talked about it. How many times they turned the ball over last year? 40-something? Yeah. You go from a guy who was legally blind... (laughs) To a guy who's probably the best at reading defenses of all time and doesn't turn and turns the ball over 75% less, if not more. That defense is young. That defense is going to get better. It was good last year. The weapons on offense are crazy enough. If Tom Brady isn't like the point where we go, all right, he's got to hang it up. He's Mm -hmm. done. The sky's the limit for them. And in terms of that's what's fun. And you're talking about it exactly. Which quarterback will that be, Brady or Breeze, where you're going to look and say, he can't throw that deep ball anymore? I think it's more likely to be Breeze. For me, it's like, for me, it's like how many years possible can the Saints knock on the door? It's like at some point, it's not like you get over the hump. When you have that type of quarterback who's just at the end of his career and is keep on fighting and getting shut down in the playoffs every year, it's like... When does that take a mental toll on a team? Like, how many times can they keep doing this and keep getting fucked in the playoffs? I hope it keeps happening because it's very entertaining watching the city of New Orleans cry their eyes out on a Kyle Rudolph pass interference or a Nikhil Roby Coleman, who's on the Eagles now. Uh, no Abe, call. how many years has it been since the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Two seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Or one season? No, two. Two seasons. The Chiefs and, won the Super Bowl and the Patriots won the Super right. Bowl. Right. And how, like, how much of that roster is still in Philadelphia? A good amount. Is it a good amount? It's tough to keep, like, Super Bowl level. How do the Saints every year when we do a preview, it's like the Saints had the best roster in the NFL. They have the best team. And they just never come up big. Shout out to the Saints GM because somehow they continue. First off, no, not shout out to the Saints GM. Shout out to to the people who... Not even shout out. The salary cap isn't a real thing. Oh, my God. Here News we go. Newsflash. Okay. It's not, a, it's not a real All right, thing. Back to the division here. I think Tampa – look, here's my breakdown of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Great young defense. I think they're going to be much better without the turnovers, as Abe said. Tom Brady, I was calling him a washing machine midway through the season, which he did not look good. The Patriots also didn't have an O-line nor weapons, right? And then I saw the playoff game where they lost the Titans, did not look good either. 
Brady was slinging it though. So I know he still has it and you can't doubt Tom Brady. And I also would like you to research for me. I wish Eagleson was here. How many years in the league this is for Brady? Cause I really, that's gotta be our thing this year is it's year, whatever. I'll, uh, oh, year, year 17, Braun, exactly, year X Brady. Exactly. Um, it's gotta be like year 20 at this point. I think it's like 19 or 20. Okay. So let me, let me run some names by you, Abe. Uh, Tom Brady and Randy Moss, what'd they do together? Really good things and lost okay. in the Super Bowl. Yep. Tom Brady and Gronk, what'd they do together? A lot of Super Bowls. Tom Brady and frickin' Dion Branch, what'd they do together? Julian Edelman. I mean, you, Wes Welker, you run through the list, but I like to focus on, uh, Tom Brady and Moss and Tom Brady and Gronk. This is physical specimens. He now has... Come on, but let's preface this. I'm let's not even preface. talking about Gronk. We're talking about 2014 Gronk. I'm not even talking about Gronk when I'm using them as the example. I'm talking Chris Godwin and Mike freaking Evans. Tom Brady has never had weapons in his career, and you are giving him physical specimens that he doesn't have to throw open anymore. He just has to throw it to him. Bruce Arians, good coach. This team is going to be really good, and the doubting of Tom Brady and the Bucks blows my mind. Rest of the division guy, Atlanta. They're an every other year type of team, so they could be fun. Fun fact about the Atlanta Falcons that when I heard this fact, I signed every paper on the Atlanta Falcons on their over, their stock. Every single member of their starting offense Not was a first. Not anymore. Laquan Treadwell got the cut, so he's no longer a first-round pick. I think that's who they had. as a, But, yes, 10 of the 11 starters were first-round picks. Abe. Yeah, I think they're I think their third receiver is like uh Russell Gage or something. Yeah, Abe, let me give you let me give you a bet that I know, thanks to my bookie, we'll be placing because we're sick and it's unfortunate that we have that sickness. What do you Matt think? Ryan MVP. No. What do you think Atlanta is spread wise versus Seattle week one at home? Atlanta at home. Probably minus two and a half. Plus two. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean it, it, like it's. I know Seattle's going to win the game. Did you did you place the parlay on the I, book on my bookie? I did. But Damn, we have, we have more credit. We have more credit. Uh, Atlanta money line is just going to be something you have to place a bet on. It'll lose, but something you got to do. So over unders. Here, 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 here's a here's a betting tip from a seasoned veteran. When you bet on the Falcons, I promise you they won't win. Yeah. When you don't bet on the Falcons. I promise you they will win. Lock. So for everyone listening, don't bet on them this week because Abe and I will. And then week two, when we're like, we're never betting on the Falcons again, that's when you hit we're, them. Right. Okay. Atlanta, seven and a half wins. Over the moon. <laughs> Carolina, five and a half. Over the moon. <laughs> New Orleans, seven and a half. Under the ground. <laughs> Tampa, nine and a half. Over the sun. Which is uh, higher, the sun or the moon? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> Atlanta, I'm going over. Carolina, under. New Orleans, under. And Tampa Bay, over. AFC West, it's Drew Locke's horse lock. Kansas City, Las Vegas Raider. Welcome to Las Vegas. I mean, if if fans are allowed, Abe, I think, like, if we can't do Philly Ravens, we got to do Las Vegas something. Go to a game out Las there. Las Vegas. Oh, Joey uh, Chestnut said he's taking us out. Forgot about Let's just that. move out there. Let's yeah, just move down. out there. And then the Chargers, very interesting division. You got Las Vegas and the Chargers projected seven and a half, Denver eight, and then obviously Mahomes and the and the Schweefs at eleven and a half. What do you see in the AFC West? 
The Broncos team is the bit. I mean, the bottom two teams, in my opinion, the Raiders and the Chargers, are what allow the Chiefs and the Broncos to probably exceed expectations and go over. I mean, I don't really need to say much about the Chiefs. When you pick a preseason, when you when you make preseason picks, and you're not an asshole, you pick the best team. The Chiefs are returning 21 of 22 starters. That's the most that a Super Bowl champion has returned in over 20 years. Like what? Will they all play the same? Probably not. But Mahomes. Mahomes, mm-hmm. Mahomes, Mahomes. Mm-hmm. The Broncos are interesting to me because you get back a guy, Bradley Chubb, who tore his ACL, but all indications are that it comes at the cost of losing Von Miller. And that defense, in my opinion, was what was really going to make this team. You look at a team like the Broncos last year, Drew Locke, I mean, I'm in on him. Everyone's in on him. They go out. They get him Judy. They get him KJ Hamler, uh, second or third year, whatever, Noah Fant. Their defense last year, you know, I mean, they lost like four or five games by two points. I know. All with like, Joe came, Flacco. It, it was so it, sad. It came, it came down to that. And if Drew Locke is really what people are saying he is and this defense can play like it did last year, the Broncos are going to shock some people. They've got speedy wideouts. They've got who you think in Judy, the most talented wide receiver in this class, and K.J. Hamler, who I, I watched play for years at Penn State. And this guy is like Tyreek Hill-esque in terms of what he can do. And, I mean, other than that, I mean, I think this division's clear-cut for me. You have the Chiefs, who are going to run away with it. You have the Broncos, who are going to be competitive as hell and maybe sneak into a wild card. And then you got you have the Raiders and the Chargers, who are going to be picking in the top ten. I was on the Drew Locke hype train for months. I love the Judy pick. I love their defense without Vaughn and just too many people on the Drew Locke hype train. And I haven't heard a ton of good stuff about Locke. That's the weirdest part. I really haven't. But you, let me ask you another question about Cam Newton, like yeah. in the can and the same thing as Cam. You saw um, the, the video of Drew Locke <laughs> dancing to Jeezy yeah, on the sideline. That's sideline. why his hype train is way too, way too crowded for me. I, I actually have an interesting question about that in turn, when it comes to cards. Yeah. If that video came out, like with how much cards have become more of a thing in the mm-hmm. last eight to nine months, if that specific video went viral on Twitter after a Broncos win, what could you see his card doing just based off like a little hype video? Of like that, that video, maybe a 10% bump. Nothing crazy. Because I, and a Broncos win, because I saw that video and I said, holy shit, this guy's going to be the face of the league. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't see that in Locke. He's good, and he won a bunch of games, which is, I like that. I prefer my quarterback win a bunch of games and be like, put up all these body stats. Take. Um, just Denver, I think this division, it, it is so Chiefs heavy. Like, Chiefs are going to dominate. They could easily win 13 games. Um, Raiders, eh. Chargers, I kind of like the Chargers. I hate that Derwin got hurt. But that team, once again, super talented across the board. Tyrod can be effective with good coaching, no fans, so they'll never be at the – like they, they're playing against the fans 16 games a year, so that's a nice benefit for them. Here we go. Denver, eight wins over under. Over. I'm going under. Kansas City, 11 and a half. Potentially 15 and one. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, I'll go over that. Las Vegas Raiders, seven and a half. Under. Me too. And then Chargers, seven and a half. Under. I'm going over question, on the Chargers. Think, I like Tyrod. Do you think Marcus Mariota will be starting at any point? No. Nah. Derek Carr's not terrible. And Marcus Mariota is. 
So I, I don't even know why they brought him in, but I'll never uh, forget sophomore sophomore year of college, watching the draft in a friend's room. Literally all these rumors, it was the Chip Kelly era. Mm-hmm. All these rumors, Chip Kelly, Mariota, all these trade offers. I was literally ready to trade the Liberty Bell for Marcus Mariota <laughs> to go and get him. I like Mariota. And the weirdest part about him is he was the true core of why all those Titan teams went 8-8. Eight and eight. You know, like he really was. Um, did we skip? We did skip the AFC South. Let's get into it because yeah. let's just establish this right now. I was like, I haven't right talked now. about like all these teams I hate. Let's, just, let's establish this right now. Last year, you and I, enormous Chicago Bears haters, enormous, mm-hmm. running it up the entire season. Let's both agree right now that if you're a Titans fan, this is going to be your least favorite. Let's go. I'm in the for t- that. And the Tennessee is- Titans are going to be absolute trash. They will be... Remember when the Eagles made the Super Bowl, the Jaguars with Bortles were a half away from going to the Super Bowl? That is what this team will be this year. You saw all the red zone red zone success they had in the postseason. Out the window. You paid Ryan Tannehill. Idiot. You paid Derrick Henry. Idiot. This is just... It's not Pick going... Pick Davion Clown, who's a scumbag. Idiot. Definitely a scumbag, even though you were ready to pay him too. And, so and so. you were too. But, uh, all right, so here's the thing, and this is just to get all the Titans guys off my back because obviously the Titans beat the Ravens in the playoffs. This hatred for the Titans has zero to do with that playoff game. I hate them for all the above reasons that Abe listed. You paid a horrible quarterback. You paid a game-managing quarterback a disgusting amount of money. You paid a two-down running back a disgusting amount of money who's already topped more carries than one man can even take. And, yeah, there's two potential teams that take the Jags 2017 and the Bears 2018 approach. Titans and Bills. Titans and Bills. So it's just the only reason why I'm not all in on, like, this team going 6-10, and which I would love to be, is because both those divisions, Bills and Titans, is not that good. With that being said, Jags. I disagree. Jags, man. I love Minshew. I love Chark. They, they, it seems similar to last year's Miami team. Like, yeah, they cut house, but these are still some NFL guys. There's a lot of players on a field. And it's Minshew- hard. It is hard to go two and fourteen. Right, it is when you have because it's tanking, hard to tank because tanking, you're lose no, no, your tanking spot. is a tanking is a general manager front office thing. Once you're on the football field, everyone's trying to win games. Right. It's so hard to intentionally try and lose a game. Right. I, I it's, could not, that's not gonna happen. I could not agree more. And Indy, then these other, these last two teams are fun. Indy is like the perennial favorite because they got Phillip Rivers and they have a good roster. How much better is Phillip Rivers than Jacoby Brissett? He's better. I know. How much though? Because I, I don't know if he's like light year. Is he worth four more wins for them? He's probably worth at least two to three, and they what won seven games last year. I don't know if he's. I, I agree. I think they are a nine ten win team. But my pick to win the division, I'm going with Houston. And we, you know, you know what we, the media is doing. You know what the media is doing. They're they're screwing. I, I, as I watch, I, I watch ESPN the other day. First mistake, they're actually rolling with the. Are the Texans better without DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, oh, whoa! Why? Which is just why? crazy. Wait, why? Crazy. It's just because it allows to show. Because you know why? Greg McElroy, the old Alabama quarterback, the absolute nobody. He was talking about his experiences in Alabama and how 
he would he wouldn't do go through all of his reads and progressions because he would feel so entitled and like he had to look Julio Jones's way and to force him the ball that he couldn't look other ways or run the offense and that because Deshaun Watson was focused in on getting DeAndre Hopkins the ball he couldn't look elsewhere and now you're going to see big progression Shut the fuck up. That's the the only other person I could hear coming in with that argument would be if like the Eagles lost their best player. That would totally be something you would spin, which is why we know that is so dumb. Losing DeAndre Hopkins does not make them better. But, I could, yeah, I could spin the fuck out of exactly. that. Exactly. But <laughs> this team did go to the AFC Championship last year or the AFC Division? Yeah. The division round. No, I thought they were in the AFC. No. No, they played the Titans. Chiefs played uh, the right, Titans. Right. Yeah, they went to the. They AFC were up. They were up twenty one nothing. nothing yeah, and then, they were up three touchdowns in Arrowhead. I think. The and then loss, Bill O'Brien. And then Bill O'Brien ran a fake punt on his right. own fifteen yard line. The loss of Hopkins is big, but it's not. It's not three games big. Wide receivers don't change the, your team that much, and quarterbacks win, and they have by far the best quarterback in that division. I really like Houston to win the division. I think they fight it out with Indianapolis, Tennessee's third, and Jacksonville gives people some problems. Not wins a ton of games, but they'll make teams. I'll be on their spread a lot, and I'll be on their spread. Like they'll lose games by thirty, but then they'll lose games by four. We'll be on their. We'll be on their spread from weeks like six to nine. Exactly, exactly. So set a reminder in your phone, Siri. Um, Over under Houston seven and a half. Over. Indianapolis nine and a half. Over. Jacksonville four and a half. Under by a half. Yeah. Tennessee nine. Like below grades. <laughs> like like they're the team that goes two and fourteen. Like I was gonna say one and fifteen, but I'll give them two. Houston, I'm going over Indy. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go under. Jacksonville under Tennessee under. I think the division's not good. I really do. All right, last division that we have left, NFC West. Most my favorite division without a doubt, because I still hate the Seahawks forever and ever and ever. And I still hate the Niners forever and ever and right. ever. And I think the Rams are good, and I think Arizona's interesting. So what do you see in this division? Jamal Adams at Seattle, San Fran coming off the Super Bowl loss, Rams just weird, and Arizona have a lot of hype. I'm buying the Seahawks hype to an extent. Like, I think we're going to see great things out of them, and they'll be a lot of fun to watch. But we're not talking twelve and four for the Arizona Cardinals. Right. I think we're still. I think we're looking at they'll compete, but like to an extent. Could they maybe get a wild card? Maybe, but I don't know. San Fran, uh, my good old friends in the Bay Area, they stink. They absolutely stink. Jimmy Garoppolo, extreme regression this year. I don't see them being really competitive in this division at all. I see Seattle. <laughs> I see Seattle running away with it and potentially being the number one seed in the in the playoffs and getting that by. Ew. Ew. Wow. Okay. Uh, my thoughts on the division, Seattle, you're not gonna go eleven and one in one score games again. You're just not. There's this thing called regression. And I know Russell Wilson's special, but even if you regress to seven and four or seven and five in those games, like that's a, that's four games. That's huge. So you get Jamal Adams, you lose Jadavion Clowney. They didn't get that much better. Josh. Right. I think, I think the defense 
I think the defense shows up this year is what I'm really expecting out of Seattle because last year it was Russell carrying them, and I don't think Russell will have to carry them this year. I think he can be special without carrying them, and that will lead to a lot of wins. My favorite team in the division is the Rams. I think people are sleeping on the Rams. Two years ago they go to the Super Bowl. Last year they struggled. They definitely struggled, but they still won eight games they, had, they won nine games last year. Exactly, they won nine games. Jaylen, that would have they would have they would have been the they would have been the seventh team exactly. in the playoffs. Which is why I think once again the offseason with McVay and Goff is going to be really refreshing. You didn't see the progression you wanted from Goff, but he'll be fine, I believe. I think they're. I think with Woods and Cup, you have decent options there. Obviously, our boy uh, Cam Akers and running back there instead of washed up Gurley. It could be interesting, and then you obviously have Aaron Donald. Arizona, excited to watch them score 40. More excited to watch them give up 42. Sam Fran, I don't think I am anywhere close to agreeing with you. I think there will be that Super Bowl hangover to a degree, and they're not going to be the one seed again and the best team in the NFC regular season, but they're way too good. Like, their roster is way too good to be bad. Like, their players are just – they're really good football players, and even if you don't think Garoppolo's good – they're going to be too talented, and he is a good enough game manager to get them to nine or ten wins. So I think they'll make the playoffs. I, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't be me. I, I don't think there's any chance they miss the playoffs. Honestly, um, I don't either. I'm just saying. Seattle, as always, I'm going to hate on all season long, which sucks because Russell Wilson. So what do we think? Uh, so you pick Seattle win division. I'm going to go by a land, by a landslide. I'm going to go with. I'm going to pick San Fran. I think they're. I think that division's so tough, they're going to beat up on each other. So 10 wins can get that division. Arizona, seven and a half wins. Under. Rams, eight and a half. Over. Under, 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 under. San Fran, ten and a half. Under. Seattle, nine and a half. Over. All right, I'm going Cardinals under seven and a half, Rams over, San Fran under, Seattle under. I have San Fran getting in the playoffs with 10 wins. Oh, okay. So you're, so, okay, good. All right, to so the playoff teams we go. As a reminder, seven, because you're right, because you're right. Their, their they're team is good. so talented. They're yeah. getting Quan Alexander back. Yeah. I, I read a stat that they were, I shouldn't be saying this, it's against Bram, but they were like <sighs> the seventh most injured defense last year. If that defense yeah. can improve, they're, playoff cuties, fine. I, you can oh, have the, that. Oh, we're talking four-year-old toddlers, cutest kid in class. You can have that, but I can't give you that they're not going to make it. Praying, class. praying I can travel. The Eagles can travel to the Bay Area if we can win the wild card and play them round one. All right, playoff team starting the AFC uh, from top to bottom. My list, Ravens one seed, Chiefs two seed. Rem- reminder, seven playoff teams and only one, the one seed gets the bye, which is big this year. Ravens one seed. Do, wait, I don't think the Ravens what? end the one seed. No, I'm changing that. Nah, I think we could go 16 now. Ravens one <laughs> seed, Chiefs two, Houston three, Bills win the division. They're the four seed at eight wins. And then I have Colts, Browns, Steelers as my three wildcard teams. Colts, Browns, Steelers. Who do you have in the AFC? Chiefs one seed by a landslide. Colts two seed. Patriots three seed, <laughs> Ravens four seed, Browns five seed, Bills six seed, Broncos seven seed. Wow. Okay. All right. So no Houston or the Steelers. Oh today. shit! I forgot about the Texans. 
Um, sorry, Bills. I, I mean, if we're riding the fuck the Texans, like we might as well. I mean, the Titans, we might as well be on the same thing with the Bills. Okay, fair enough. And if I if the if the Patriots are going to win a lot of games, the Bills are going to have to lose some games. So, all right, NFC. My one seed, Tampa Bay. Two seed, Dallas. Three seed, Minnesota. I, I originally put the Rams at four. I guess I thought they were going to win the division. I'm going with Sam Fran at the four, so I'm changing out. New Orleans is the five seed. The Rams is the six. And as much as I like to hate on them, Seattle at the seven seed. I, I think they will squeeze in. Russ, is, he's just that good. We're not going to the playoffs? No, you got – I told you seven and nine, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, one seed, Seattle. We're, we're far apart on the NFC yeah, big very, time. Very. One seed, Seattle. Two seed. I, I want to say it. I do. I really do. I'm not going to. Oh, two seed, Atlanta. What? Oh, wait, Tampa. <laughs> wait. No, Ave, Ave one seed, fixes. I forgot. One seed, Seattle. Two seed, Tampa Bay. Three seed, Philadelphia. Oh, four, four seed, Green Bay. Five seed, Atlanta. Six seed, Dallas. <laughs> seven seed, San Fran. Holy mishmash. We have a crazy difference of opinions on the MC, which is what's amazing. We'll get to actually watch this happen. Super Bowl matchup. What do you got? Chiefs, because like I said, I'm not an asshole. In a preseason pick, you pick the best team. And Jack, can you just tell me the Chiefs are the best team in football? No. Not Jesus they're not. Christ. They're not. Jesus Their defense Christ. isn't that good. Chiefs, Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. I'm going Ravens over Tampa Bay. I think the one seeds go. The buy is big, and Lamar makes his. But Lamar's smiling in homes. The buy is bigger than ever this year. Yeah. Exactly. Bigger than ever. Um. All right. So who's your Super Bowl champion? Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs repeat. All right. Sounds good. All right. On to. The player awards and our predictions. MVP. I had Russell Wilson written down here. And I think, honestly, if I were a betting man, which I obviously am, thanks to my bookie, I would bet on Russell Wilson. But after talking myself into Dak Prescott, I'm rolling with Dak Prescott. I think he almost over 5,000 yards last season. That offense is going to be explosive. You do have the Dallas hype train if he does get hot. And if they win 12 games, there's no doubt in my mind that he can be an MVP candidate. I'm going Dakery Prescott. I am pinching my inner thigh right now to not say Cam Newton. Pinching. Pinching my inner thigh. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to go Russell Wilson as the MVP because I think Seattle will be the one seed, and I think the only way they get there to that one seed is if he is special yep. and plain and simple. So I'm going Russell Wilson as the MVP. Yeah, if you think they're the one Speaking seed. Speaking of which, he doesn't have an MVP, does he? Mm-mm. Interesting. So two, we're both rolling with two newcomer MVPs, which you would think that Russell Wilson had one, but he doesn't. Defensive player of the year. I saw this name on the list. It was random. And honestly, if I were you and you think Seattle's going to be that good, I thought Bobby Wagner was an interesting name. I'm going off the board here. Random Darius Leonard for the Colts. A lot of Colts hype train. He's the middleman there. He makes a lot of explosive plays, which is big. I don't know. It's such a random I'm staying award. On, I'm staying on the board, and I'm following the theme of the season, and that's a chip on their shoulder. I'm going in Cleveland with Miles Garrett. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going Miles Garrett, baby. I mean, the guy's a freak of nature. I think the Browns have a good year. 
I mean, this is a pretty much a pick out of a hat thing. It's pretty hard to guess the defensive player of the year, but I'm going Miles Garrett. All right, last award to give out. Rookie of the year. Last year, Abe got cutie went Josh Jacobs, which almost paid off. I went Kyler, which was the obvious pick, number one pick, put up a ton of stats. I'm doing the same thing this year. Joe Burrow, number one pick, going to be starting from day one. Gonna, I'm mean, doing he'll, a, he'll play I'm all doing 16. The, I'm doing the exact same thing as last year, too. I'm going Clyde Edwards-Hilaire <laughs> in Kansas City. You I'm just doing the exact out same Burrow. Thing. Yep, because I realized that we did the same thing last year, whether you took Kyler and I took the fun running back, so I'm doing the same thing this year. I'm taking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Listen, you don't draft a running back in the first round unless, one, you're stupid, or two, you're not stupid. And the Chiefs aren't stupid. They drafted him very late. <laughs> He's gonna be he's gonna be their number one feature back, and I mean he's he's going. I was very afraid to take him in fantasy, but he's going top ten in fantasy, which is crazy. Easily, easily. and people love him. PPR, I mean Clyde Edwards there. So, fam, that is our long but juicy NFL season preview. Ravens over. You realize? For me. Do you realize I just didn't pick the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl? Like, come on. Give me some type another of another cookie. You already got kudos, one. bro. Another cookie. Like I think I was I, on Sunday. We were talking about it. I said I could get scary come Thursday, but I just. I mean, it's probably because before we started this podcast, too, you'll be they'll be in the Super Bowl for you. But I think right, right. now it is it's different than last year. Last year you were so convinced they're going to the Super Bowl because check, of check, the check. We opened our first three games are are Washington, Cincinnati, and the Rams. Right. If we start 3-0, and shut it the fuck down. Exactly. Shut it down. Exactly. So you'll be back. I'm, I'm not I'm worried. High. I'm not worried. Um, I feel like we should. We don't have them prepped. I want to do a segment where it's like our five hot takes for the NFL season. We might do it off the pod. But one hot take for this season. Do you have one off the top of your mind? Hot. I'm talking hot, hot. And you've made a few throughout the pod. I, like I'm, what? Like what? Like Cam Newton to do that. The Falcons to dominate Seattle to the one seed. I don't know. I feel like those are hot takes, but I don't know. Can I make it? Can we save this for after week one? Mm, I feel like that no? defeats the purpose. Just give me right, one. Either. Just give me one. The Saints are really bad this year. Okay. That is hot. They've been the model of consistency. Saints are really, of the Saints win. are really bad this year. Okay. Once again, I I think the Saints won't be as good as people think, but they're like the Niners for me. That seems too good. You're essentially, why don't you go with hot take like Taysom Hill will be starting or Jameis by week six. That would be what you're predicting and the only way I see it. Okay. I got Trace McSorley starting by week nine. (laughs) Trace McSorley's on the Ravens. I know. Oh my God. (laughs) My hot take, I, I think it, Dak to an MVP, or do I need to go hotter than that? It's not that hot. Isn't he like the fifth favorite or something? Is he? I got to check. I'm not sure. All right, my hot take is I think we're going to see an undefeated team this season. You mean it's going to be the Chiefs? I got to take I think the three eligible teams, Tampa – which could lose week one, Tampa, Kansas City, or the Ravens. I think we're going to see I got, I got an undefeated team. I got a take. I think Sam Darnold puts a lot of people on notice this year. I think he has a really great year. He's good. The problem is his coach prohibits him. Right. I'm all right. in on Darnold next year when Gaze is gone. Not this year. Schedule's too tough. They, they didn't give him any weapons. But I, I hear you. 
I think if you had to pick between the two QBs in New York, I'm with you on Darnold. Mm-hmm. But you were with the Giants organization over the Jets. Am I? Like the organization itself. I mean, both, like how, how... both are just, I would rather avoid them. Are you making me pick? I'd rather just stay away. All right, right, fam. That's our NFL season preview. I know you guys all hate us. Like, when we pick against your team, it's not personal. Unless for some of you it is. Some of you it is. What are the personal teams this year for you? Buffalo and Tennessee. Buffalo and Tennessee. Well, San Fran Fran and Seattle are always our own personals. Yeah. But the ones that we're joint in on this year are Buffalo and Tennessee. Mostly Tennessee. Oh, my God. They stink. You just can't pay Tannehill and Henry that much. All right, fam. We will see you after week one. You know what's what's crazy? You know how lucky you got before you stopped hitting the red button? That coincidentally the Bucks got bounced yesterday, and it just happens to be the NFL preview episode today, and we don't need to talk about it. What? I'll talk to you on Sunday. I think you're breaking up. All right, fam. Peace. (laughs)